0: much so in the bag. That's a nasty-looking finger, lady. We got the beans. What? No! Hey, yeah, I got your fertilizer. We made you! Welcome back, interweb friends. Uh, we are back from hiatus. Hollywood makes bad movies. We make fun of them. I'm Alex Dunbar. I'm joined, as always, by Cody Wolf.
1: My specialty is doing my job while the woman I <laughs> love is getting butchered.
0: I wrote that. I wrote that line down when he said that. I was like, "What a crazy line, uh, Christy Smorl.
2: I I got nothing for a line. I really don't. Sorry, guys.
0: Yeah, that's really Cody picked the. I think what is the best? The only one. line probably is movie. probably is. And Jack Estabrook.
3: Roses are absolute. You know, monkeys are the language of love.
0: <laughs> I feel like I, I don't know. It's a good number two. It was a good number
3: two line. I was my backup.
0: It's so weird. Like, that feels to me like that happened to somebody in real life, and they're like, let's get this in a movie. Um, so During are, that
2: line, I was thinking, what in the world is the conversation in the writer's room for that moment? And who wrote it that they thought Mary would find it funny?
0: Yeah, that they were like, let's
3: have a. He's going to romancer with a creepy clapping monkey wind up
0: toy. Yeah, that they were like, this is going to be cute. And it was like, I don't. I don't know. Like there's yeah. no world where that's cute. Yeah. Um so I'm I'm unofficially calling this uh season three of Stop the Movie. If we if we wanted to say season one was the uh The mo- last six tiers? Yeah, well yeah, well then season two I think was when it's we longer got than that. And then we'll we'll co- what, call it Wait what, what was season two? I was gonna say season two is when we got the mixer and mm. the audio quality improved dramatically. Okay. Um, you know, cause I think even when I describe it to people, I describe that as sort of like a, a big jump for when yeah. we to, now you know, season- I, you know I, yeah. I recommend the older ones to pe older episodes to people, but I, I always comes with like an asterisk and a warning yeah, of yeah. like, eh, we didn't have a mixer. So
1: now season three, the audio is terrible again.
0: Well, yeah, now, now we're all virtual. That's yeah. right. Uh, hopefully at some point during season three, a vaccine will save us all and we can <laughs> record
1: we can move on to season four
0: i know or or maybe later who knows maybe later in season three we'll be recording like outdoors with all you know like 10 feet away actually
1: i actually considered that when we were talking about doing this i was like what if we do like outside like super far apart from each other
2: keeping jack six feet away from the mic is probably the best option. that's
3: that's true that's true well i'm actually a lot closer to the mic than i've ever been before
0: that's true, and we don't have the the, the infamous Jack limiter, I a know. real piece of technology. Cody had to purchase. <laughs> I'm gonna try to be. I'm gonna try to be quiet, though, so it won't be an issue. Now, here, our our movie that we're coming back is 2002's I See You, yep. aka Detox, aka The Outpost,
3: mm-hmm.
0: starring Sylvester Stallone. I was thinking of... So as we were watching, so, I was I thinking. Just, oh, sorry. <laughs> I just wanted to mention be before disaster. anything else. Thank
3: you. Okay, anything else? Ahead. The I is E Y E, like your I. It's I. See you is Which the I'm, title of this movie.
1: I'm assuming You're people who saw the title of this episode will know that, but
3: I don't, I um, think it still needs to be mentioned.
1: Um, but I was <laughs> I, saying, I.
2: But not in the movie ever making sense in the movie aside from the screwdriver no. part.
1: Yeah. And the eyelid, I guess, too, but oh,
2: well, yeah. but
1: it was still spelled I, just the letter. Yeah, but I, I feel like the last like three of the last five movies we've done. It's been a while, but have been Stallone movies or something like that.
0: So oh we did- yeah, we've done a few. Well, this is, and I I had I had actually seen this before. I think I saw this in 2002 or 2003 mm. because I knew a of all the backstory on it that we're gonna get into. As were you the in the test audience? Movie. Um, and it was fascinated by the backstory. Uh, But this was probably the... I mean, Stallone's career has had a lot of ups and downs. This is probably the low point. His career has been very rocky. Uh,
3: Is this pre pre or post Copland?
0: This is post Copland.
3: Okay. So this is another decline. Yeah. Because Copland is
0: like a high. Well, I will give you... I'm going to start off with a little trivia. This is the first movie he made after Copland. Really? And keep in mind, Copland came out after... In, no, I'm sorry. This is the first movie he signed to make okay. after Copland. Copland came out in 1997. Okay. So if that raises some questions for you, don't worry. We'll get into that. <laughs> um, all right, let's start off a little bit. This is, I, you kind of get this, like, sort of generic-y serial killer movie opening. A serial killer using a voice describer. Uh, Or voice disguiser. um, You know, it's just, it's got that kind of like, I don't know, it's very 90s. This is a very 90s credit sequence.
1: And I couldn't understand a word he was saying throughout the entire uh, monologue there in the beginning.
2: I Um, debated turning on subtitles at that point, but I thought no because then i feel like i'll be cheating because i'll actually understand what he's saying (laughs) and maybe we're not supposed to i spoiler (laughs) i turned subtitles on later because i couldn't understand Sylvester sloan
3: but i powered
2: through the monologue and no i didn't understand i
3: i generally watch the movies that we review with subtitles just in case i missed something or i get a character's name wrong so i i did but um
2: Sometimes I worry did about spoilers feel- from
3: the captions if they, like, identify somebody. No, that's true. Yeah, yeah that's true. That's true. Um, I, I agree with uh, with Alex on this uh, point that this did feel very much like, like uh, in the early 90s particularly, but in the 90s, like, thrillers were really big. And this has kind of like a 90s-esque thriller aspect to it with lots of, like, you know – Fast zooms and like and like uh, uh, flashbacks that are tinted and like lens distortion and you know this this killer kind of like walking the mean streets music and you got the bad guy creepily using the voice changer which does sound conveniently like it could be
0: anybody which I think is kind of the point of the movie but and does it does still, it feel a little bit like a '90s movie? A lot like a '90s movie. It should. It was shot in 1998.
2: That makes a lot more sense to me because I, I actually looked it up because I was trying to pinpoint when this was. And when I looked it up to see what year it came out. I was like, that, that just oh, doesn't
3: too.
2: fit with what things look like. And so that makes mm. sense.
0: Yeah, the technology in it. There's even a couple points where like technology had dramatically adapted. Um, but yeah, they this was shot in 1998. Um, and you may notice during the opening credits, there's some weird logos for who's distributing it. This movie was made by Universal Pictures. And they dumped it. They literally were like, get this away from us. Um, and it, it was it was, origi- it was shot in 98. It was test screened in 99 as detox, letter D-T-O-X. The test screenings were pretty disastrous. Um, And at the time, you guys are a little younger, but Ain't It Cool News was huge. And Ain't It Cool News at that time, their whole thing was they were getting into these preview screenings and doing advanced reviews of movies from preview screenings. They reviewed it and they just slammed it. So Universal pulled it back and decided to do some reshoots um, involving the end of the movie and apparently some other things. It's not totally clear. I guess people who've seen both say that the way the villain dies is different in this new version. But then the reshot version tested so badly that Universal just dumped the movie and this company that was basically owned by the guys who built Blockbuster Video are the ones who picked it up off the scrap heap and released it in 2002. Was it released in theaters or was it a straight to video? They did a very small theatrical release and it, that might have been contractual. It may have been, it may have been required that the movie, it was not uncommon at that time, especially for a star like Stallone, for it to say, you have to release this theatrically. Um, there's a couple. I'm trying to think of some other ones where this happened too. But but it was released on so few screens that it was clear that even the blockbuster people had no faith in this as a theatrical release. And then you, yeah, 2002, it actually comes out.
1: Yeah, and it's funny because how how many like kind of big names are in it or what well, you know known names at least that it would... I was
0: to...
3: respectable respectable names
0: yeah, almost everyone in the movie is a is a very, very respectable actor, even down, yeah. down like small, small parts. Well we got Courtney
3: Courtney Vance is in it. yeah uh, Jeffrey Wright is in it. Uh, 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 Stephen Martin. Lang is in it.
1: Chris Christopherson,
2: Chris Chris Christopherson. actually um, was a detriment because in the beginning, you see a like a profile, a little bit of a profile of the killer's face. So then when we get to detox place where they're all quarantined not sorry that's what we're doing when they're all stuck you like you can rule out yeah almost everybody right immediately because you saw that piece and there are recognizable people like it clearly wasn't robert patrick yeah yeah recognizable enough from pro- or,
0: or jeffrey wright
2: well yeah Or a lot yeah. of people you just yeah. rule out immediately
0: and um I can't say friend of the show, but a uh, guy I interviewed once, Tom Berenger. Tom Berenger, yeah. Which is like, I mean, in a really, like, Tom Berenger was a better actor than this part. I don't know how they got Tom oh, Berenger in sure. that part. Even it's, in it's, TV.
3: Maybe they just phoned him in and they said, hey, we need we need someone to do this role. And he said, sure, I'm available. I don't know. Yeah. I'm wondering
2: how much uh, between when it was shot and when it came out, did some of the people, and in- I, I don't know the answer to this, and I might be completely wrong. But did people kind of get more star power between when it was shot and when it came out?
0: I think Jeffrey Wright. I would I would argue. Jeff- I think Jeffrey Wright was going up. Courtney Vance
3: was on Law and Order at the time, or or would be eventually. Yeah. Um, I think. So but, I don't know if his, if he was on the rise or fall, or he was yeah. just more of a plateau.
1: I think between when it was shot and was released, Robert Patrick was on the X Files too. So he was. I mean, he obviously, yeah. he's already known because of Terminator Two, but I so, think that helped too.
3: And then um, the guy from um, F- Flannery from uh, Boondock Saints is in it. But this yep. is before Boondock Saints, technically when it was shot.
0: Yes. I, right? I would have shot this before Boondock Saints, and it was released after Boondock Saints. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and Polly Walker, I think, was a little, the lady plays the nurse, because I think she was on that, um, oh, God, what was the name? She was on an FX show that was pretty big. So a couple people, you know, were moving around, you know, but I mean, they were still like this was a cast they put together, and it was. And my eyes popped because Dean Semler shot this movie. The guy who shot Halloween shot The Road Warrior. Oh, uh, no kidding! uh, Yeah, Dean Cundy. Oh, sorry, no. Oh, Dean Cundy. Sorry, he shot Halloween. Shot Halloween, but Dean Semler, who shot uh, The Road Warrior, I mean, he's a huge, huge name in cinematographers. Um. I was like, whoa, okay, like, that's weird. So it would seem like
3: uh, uh, Stallone was just drawing, I wonder if Stallone was drawing these people.
0: Stallone has said that he he did this, intended this to be his follow-up on Copland, and he allegedly liked, Where he has said he liked it because it was a little deeper than just the sort of, like, generic action movies, like Daylight, that, like, Lincoln Tunnel movie he made. Yeah, yep, I saw it. Yeah. I mean, the 90s were... Pretty rough for Stallone. I mean, if you take out Cliffhanger and Copland, the, the Stallone just had a rough 90s in general. But, I
2: actually kind of like Daylight. Yeah, it's, it's cheesy. That's all right.
0: Yeah, I mean, I was, I was you know, young enough when it came out that I'm like, okay, you know. And I would say, I don't think Stallone is terrible in this movie. I think the movie is terrible and the script is terrible. The script is definitely terrible the script is terrible and and even the direction and like a lot of the way it's made is terrible i i think stallone's performance is okay mm-hmm. like he's i mean we we have, we have seen worse stallone than this i guess is what i would say like this is he seems at times to be trying something yeah. um does it work for the movie i don't know you should probably not- talk about me.
2: I have to admit, I'm not really a Stallone fan. I feel like he never does anything different. Every single character is exactly the same. So it doesn't feel like he's acting, he's just reading.
3: Yeah. I- I, well, I don't know. I, I I think in most of his roles, he falls into that category. Yeah. But I mean, I've seen him in, in I mean, you, you do see some performance work. Um, I think people, uh, I think, it's going to sound dumb but but in rambo where he has his breakdown at the end of the movie and he talks about his ptsd and for the whole movie you're watching just a dumb action movie and then all of a sudden you're like holy crap like this guy's acting right so m- i agree in general with that statement but i do think he has these highs
1: not to mention over the top
3: Oh yeah. yeah. that over the top is the most brilliant performance i've ever seen yeah. he's doing those one arm pull-ups against the bumper of that truck and you can just Feel the rawness of the character and the depth of
0: of, of feeling. I guess maybe that's always why I respect this one, because my bar for Stallone is so low. When you watch, like, an Over the Top or a Tango in Cash or Driven, I mean, you're like, this guy is walking through this movie. Like, they literally, like, he may not have stopped walking when the shot ended and just continued to his trailer. (laughs) And, And at least in this one, I was like, okay, he seems to have at least been somewhat engaged I don't know yeah. but again yeah, bar it's a yeah. yeah. Um, so all right so we've got this opening sequence yes. and then we get this scene where Stallone is buying an engagement ring this was a great reminder and I totally forgot about this that in the 90s Stallone was convinced he was funny um, and I had I had forgotten about this era of Stallone um, and this era sort of like thankfully seems to have gone away. Well, I mean they uh, they kind of brought it back with the Expendables, but not like that's more what I don't know. Th- this was Stallone thinking he was genuinely funny. In felt this-
1: like he, yeah, I felt like he was almost playing Rocky in this scene, like kind of,
0: yeah. Yes. It's
1: hard to explain, but that kind of dumb, lovable dumb guy kind of act
0: doesn't this that felt like a scene from rocky four or something and i love i love how the clerk in the jewelry store is giving him nothing like i love it like that guy that is a great choice by that small actor who's like i'm i i am not like i'm not going for this i'm i'm loving that i'm getting paid for this but he is like just a piece of stone who is refusing to play into it um and then he goes from there to a cop bar where there's like a big cop drinking party going on. Um, I was like, okay, this, and they, we, yeah, and and they're kind of talking about this cop killer, serial killer who's out there.
1: Yeah, the scene was just pure, just exposition dump. It was just here's yeah. the plot, here's who I am. I work for the FBI. You guys are cops. There's a killer. I'm trying to catch him. He's killing cops.
0: Yeah. And they, and they make a note that, you, that that one guy is a real jerk so that you remember him, so that when he is killed moments later, you're like, okay, I know who that guy is.
3: Well, uh, <laughs> he, moments later, they, he... later, later on, they do see a little bit later on after when, when, well, spoiler alert, when, when, when Stallone's wife gets killed or his fiance, they do an immediate flashback. Like oh. he sees the third victim and then flashes back to his wife who died but that happened in the previous scene. So it's like, you in the audience are an idiot and we must remind you. I hate yeah. when, when see, movies do that.
2: When you see the dead cop, he flashes back to talking to the cop yeah. right yeah. beforehand. The flashbacks of like two minutes before really were annoying.
1: I feel like that's maybe like a late 90s thing is like unnecessary flashbacks to very, very recent scenes.
0: Yeah, I mean, like if somebody's watching this and they don't know who that cop is who gets killed, like they shouldn't even be watching the movie. Yeah, like, don't worry about them. <laughs> like, this gone. Was
2: shot before yeah. everybody scrolled on their phones during the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well,
1: this is also
3: this is also a pretty brutal. Kill like this is almost a horror movie. Kill in what is essentially an action movie.
1: This movie really did become like a slasher movie throughout it. Like some of the kills, I, like yeah.
2: actually thinking during it, like is this a horror movie? I know you know. You guys, you
3: guys like horror movies more than I do. I was thinking, did, did you just not tell me it was a horror movie? Well, the, well it, There is uh, the genre of the, quote, thriller is sort of where a horror movie and an action movie meet. Yeah. Is the thriller. So that so, but so this is clear, and those were huge in the 90s, so clearly this is a thriller. But I do think it was flirting
0: with yeah. horror a lot.
1: Yeah, it leaned much more into the... the horror stuff with the kills. It was did much. Did you
0: guys see what the, the director's previous movie was to making that? No, uh, I, I can't remember what it was. I did see it. It was, I, I know what you did last summer. Oh, right, yeah.
3: OK. <laughs> now it makes sense now.
0: Yeah. And it's you has got like, the
3: guy who wants vengeance. He's killing people one by one to screw with the one character. It becomes kind of like the thing, too. <laughs> Where they're oh, all like, they do not trust each other and they don't trust each other and they're out in the snow. And
1: This movie really wanted to be the thing, yeah. That's yeah. without I the monsters. I've
3: never even seen
2: the thing, and I thought that.
0: Oh, yeah, <laughs> I think they're making intentional references to the thing with those parkas, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think they the want same. people to be thinking about the thing. Um, it's almost but why like... don't invite the comparison? Well, yeah, I, I mean, I think at the time they probably thought they were doing something cool, but it's yeah. like if your movie sucks, like that's not cool. And this, I was describing this to my wife as like, it's basically like Seven meets The Thing meets I Know What You Did Last Summer. Uh, and And it's like, I don't, those are probably three movies that should not ever go together, but that's what they tried to make here. I um, would also
2: say that the villain in all of those movies have better motivations and make a little I- more sense. <laughs>
0: I was stunned by how crappy the motivation for the serial, yeah, for the killer was. I think it, I think it's it, important. I don't mean to interrupt right now, but
3: I do I do think it's important since we're talking about the thing that we need to at least touch on that. Um,
0: Wilfred Brimley passed. Oh, that's right. I saw that. I didn't see that. I saw that. Yeah. Hey, Wilfred Brimley, yeah. eighty-five years old. I, I and I'm a big Wilfred Brimley fan, but I'm not gonna lie. When I saw that, I was like, wow, Wilfred Brimley was only eighty-five. I mean, that's. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he's lived a life, man. Wow. I
2: didn't know he was in The Thing.
3: Sorry, yeah. to, bring, sorry to bring the mood down. It's just that that clicked in my mind when
0: we started talking about it. He's great in The Thing, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. He is. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: You should probably watch The Thing, Christy.
2: I probably should. Yeah.
0: I really, yeah, I've got it, at Christy. I have it on DVD and Blu-ray. It's, it's worth a it. Double buy for me. It's <laughs> a top 10 horror movie for me. It's top 10. Yeah.
1: I will say this also reminded me kind of of, I kept thinking of uh, A Nightmare on Elm Street part three because it's about like patients in a mental hospital. And yeah. they, keep, they keep dying and people think it's, it's suicide, but it's actually somebody killing them. Not that they went there on purpose, but that's what I kind of kept mixing yeah, it but, with too. Yeah,
0: you know, Some of that too, yeah. Um, so then they kind of get this and it's like, okay, so the cop, the, we get the brutal kill of the cop from the bar. He gets a drilled through the eye. Yeah, they drill through the eye. He gets his nightstick
3: shoved in his mouth.
2: So the drill through the eye, the way they play it, he's a drunk cop that gets dropped off at his house, and then like two minutes later, after he stumbles through the house drunkenly, somebody knocks on the door, and he thinks it's the guy that just dropped him off. Why is he looking through the peephole anyway? Yeah, I... Drunk and convinced he knows who's opening the door.
0: Yeah, Yeah, why would you and you know that there's a weird cop killer around <laughs> like i yeah i don't know also that guy's apartment was depressing i mean that yeah. was some seven level like depressing like interior stuff also when
2: so how was i was trying to figure out what what time period this was because the interior of that house looked not even like the 90s yeah yeah
1: what bothered me about the scene with this too is how the killer like timed the drill through the eye or the people to get him in the eye, like how he knew he was looking right then to drill it.
0: It's yeah, I, I, that that kind of makes no sense, and that's where this falls into like bad, like I know what you did last summer sort of territory.
1: And I feel like this is why they called it ICU with the EYE because he killed like. <laughs>
0: Absolutely.
3: He kills
1: like he kills like two people by drilling them through the eye and they try to make that a thing to the movie, but it's happened like twice.
3: It does it does seem kind of forced. It does. And they specifically said that the killer doesn't have a pattern. So yeah. it yeah. kind of
0: does, but it, not really. It like it, it basically means nothing. You know? Yeah. yeah. Well and and it's so then you get this call. So they they're going to investigate that, and Stallone shows up, and then the killer calls. I like how by the way, the killer calls Like the cops house and the police officer's like, Oh yeah, I'll just pick up this phone. Like And And then he turns around
2: and says, It's for you to an entire room of people and Stallone's not even looking at him at the time, but he picks his head up and he's like, Oh, okay and takes the phone.
1: But he doesn't even say it like it he doesn't even say it like it's weird, like it's for you. He's like, it's for you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like they've seen too many. Uh, Yeah. Where they're just like, oh no, we're in another one of those situations where the serial killer is a fascination with the cop chase. You, you you guys know where we're going with this, right? <laughs> you know? Yeah, that was that was weird. Um, and so, and he's calling from his house, and he's like, "I'm about to murder your girlfriend slash fiance." Um, and he's I, this is the only time in the movie it gives you any kind of motivation. So he's upset about a prostitute murder, he's also a serial killer of prostitutes?
2: That was, in that opening monologue, since I couldn't really understand the words, I was paying more attention to all of the newspaper headlines they were showing. And it was confusing because half the newspaper headlines were about prostitutes being killed and half the newspaper headlines were about cops being killed.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That that never comes
2: back. Yeah, that's the only mention of it. he,
0: He just sort of mentions, he's like, oh, you were the cop who was trying to catch me when I was killing prostitutes years
1: ago. So he's mad that he didn't catch him for killing prostitutes. So he's going to kill cops and ultimately he's trying to kill him because he didn't catch him. This This is what I got out of it.
2: I thought he was mad that cops were trying to stop him from killing prostitutes because he saw himself as ridding the world of evil by killing prostitutes. So now he's going to go kill the cops that tried to stop him.
1: But he stopped killing prostitutes?
2: Yeah, this is why it makes no sense. And then he goes on and he kills non-cops anyway, so his motivation makes
3: no sense. He also has this elaborate plot. It seems like he's trying to get Stallone specifically to the Christofferson facility, so he can shoot them like eggs in a uh, sorry, like fish in a barrel. And
0: what? Like eggs in a barrel. Well, yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah. Wait, if you want to shoot eggs in a barrel, I mean, that's why I get my kicks. Um, but yeah, it, it doesn't make sense because essentially his side hobby of killing cops seems to take over his main hobby of killing prostitutes. Like, yeah, I, I, I it, didn't understand. Before. It just
1: seems like he has a specifically out for Stallone because he doesn't kill Stallone. He's tried to at the end, but he kills his, his girlfriend to punish him or whatever.
0: Is he killing all of the other cops just because he wants to... Mess with Stallone? Stallone? Yeah, I don't know. Or Stallone,
3: just one that he selected, I'm gonna mess with this guy, right? Or is it like, from the start, Stallone tried to stop me from killing prostitutes, so now I'm gonna switch MOs on the spot, start killing cops to screw with Stallone by specifically targeting the ones that were his friends before he became a fed, but then I have to know which cops were his friends before he became a fed, then I'm gonna decide on the spot to kill his girlfriend, just so he can get convinced by Charles Dutton to go to this facility. So now I've got all these cops in one place that are unrelated to Stallone. Besides Stallone being there,
0: I, it, it makes no sense. Yeah. This makes the more I thought about this, the more I was like, I, I, I don't understand. I, I give up. Um, mm-hmm. So Stallone. So they all right. So then they run to Stallone's house, and his uh, girlfriend's house fiance has been killed. Um, I was hoping Nick Nick uh, Newark could join us this week. Are any of you familiar with the comics theory of women in refrigerators? Have you ever
2: yeah.
0: You mean? Do you, yeah. do you know about this, Christie?
2: Yeah. Yeah, where the, it's, basically the the woman gets taken out of the picture um, for yeah. most of the story just to give the hero motivation. Yes.
3: Yeah. Uh, Kingpin was, put Kingpin put Daredevil's girlfriend in the refrigerator. Correct. Is that uh, where the it reference comes in, from?
2: Uh, I'm not sure where the actual refrigerator part. Or where
3: it starts, goes, okay. but it happens
2: in a lot of comic book
0: movies. But and this was like, I was like, this is a particularly bad women in refrigerators moment. Like they yeah. gave Tina Meyer nothing. Like she, she, they don't let her be anything in the movie other than like Stallone's like oh now i want to catch i mean like well, and
2: they even like, let her get mad at him for bailing on their
1: date yeah, yeah. i knew nothing about this movie going into it. i didn't watch the trailer or anything so beginning i was like okay this movie at some point she's gonna get kidnapped he's gonna try to you know rescue her or whatever i thought that would be the movie so when she gets killed three scenes in after she got like two lines that was shocking to me because like where is this movie going now then
2: yeah, I it, actually thought she was already dead when he walks into the house and she's laying there on the couch.
0: Oh yeah. Oh, oh. yeah.
2: But also, I noticed Polly Walker was listed far ahead of Dina Meyer in the credits, so I figured Dina Meyer wasn't going to last long.
1: Yeah. I didn't pay attention that that, that close, but this, that's why I thought the movie would be. And then when it turned into the, the thing with, it, then I was like shocked at where this movie went, but.
3: It was well,
0: unexpected. This takes his weird departure because they're in Stallone's house, and like Dina Meyer's dead, and then an officer just comes in and goes, "We've got him." Yeah. And, and then then go, this... you do? That they 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 didn't. <laughs> this movie's because they don't. Then it goes. <laughs> in, then
3: it goes into the. Then it goes into the stereotypical where the action movie would end, which is the lone cop, uh, 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 apart from uh, uh, detached from his unit chasing down the villain who he who is playing this you know i'm here and then i'm over here and then i'm over here and i take a shot at you like in this dark confined space in a in a in a factory and this is like wait a minute this is where the action movie ends yeah and then he's gone and then there's this cop he thinks it's the bad guy and then it's just another hung cop so did they did they think they had him cornered and then he escaped
1: they just they really jumped the gun Saying they had him because they they basically someone saw him and they're like, We got him. But it's like they didn't even know where he was when Stallone got there. He Stallone
0: like stumbled upon him. This is where (laughs) narration should have come in where they were like, They did not have him. Yeah,
2: Yeah. did Uh, they think that that guy they found hanging there was the guy or did they know it wasn't that?
1: I don't think I don't think they'd even gone in there yet. They they were like, Because Stallone, like. I don't know. Stallone went off on his own, and then like saw him through a window, so knew he was in that building, and then chased him through that building.
0: Well, because this is that '90s thing too, of like you have to establish your hero is like the it's only confident one. The building is surrounded by cops, but only Stallone can be like, "Oh, there he is." Yeah, you know, like okay, like okay. And would like, he
3: have been sent? Now I know this is a dumb question, considering how ridiculous this movie is. I'm not really gonna hammer this. Hammer this. Uh, this I'm not gonna hammer this issue, but um why would stallone be there he's 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 involved in the case then he's immediately seen the death of his of his fiance would he then not be detached from it would he just be like put me in a cup car i'm going to continue this investigation i, I mean he or literally would they, like have a counselor there and say no 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 we're you're here he, he,
1: he literally just found his fiance too like he found her t- took her from the ceiling because she was hanging and then that cop came in and said, like, oh, we got him. And then he, like, jumped in the car and went. So he's very yeah, emotionally yeah. compromised. You would think that they would be like, no, 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 no.
2: I would have thought that they would have said, you shouldn't see this, pushed him out of the room, right. put him In the other room told him what happened, as opposed well to him totally ruining the crime scene.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Although, then again, when we see some of Charles S. Dutton's management style in an upcoming scene, <laughs> like, well, yeah. I, mean, I guess it True. is consistent, you know? Yeah. Um, so Stallone... Thinks he thinks he's like creeping around. It's like that 90s cat and mouse, like Jack say, saying, empty mm-hmm. factory kind of stuff. And he bursts into a room and he shoots someone, but he's actually shooting a SWAT guy who the killer had like strung up from the ceiling. Yeah. And the killer has gotten away.
1: And they mentioned that the killer was dressed like a SWAT guy. So. Right. I think the assumption, I, I think Stallone, yeah. uh, that's why I never, I don't understand about this movie is I, I never knew if Stallone thought he was dead. Or if he knew he was still out there,
2: yeah, that's what I didn't get. Like, did he think that SWAT guy was
3: the killer? And then the killer committed suicide by the killer.
1: Yeah, they didn't make it clear.
3: Yeah,
0: I was unclear on that too. I thought Stone was carrying guilt because he's like, oh, I don't think that was the guy, the killer. And he was like, felt bad that he shot like a SWAT guy who was like also a victim. But I don't know. Yeah, they they never. Well. we'll skip for a little bit. They jump right to, cause it, I was mildly intrigued by like, oh, is this a movie that's going to deal with post-traumatic stress and that Stallone turns to alcohol and, and addiction takes over his life and, and the impact of that. I mean, not like bad, lieutenant. bad lieutenant. I mean, <laughs> but like, you know, is this going to give a more nuanced portrayal of that? And it's like, nope. Um, the very next scene, it's just like Stallone has now has a drinking problem. And, uh, like like immediately like Charles S Dutton comes in and is like hey quit the drinking <laughs> like ah like
1: quit the drinking or kill
0: yourself right here oh yeah when Charles S Dutton encourages him to commit suicide gave him a loaded gun yeah I was like what like
2: and then act surprised when he shot it off in the ceiling
0: yeah. Yeah, he shoots up yeah. and then I laughed out loud because then Charles S. Dutton walks around being like, because they're in a, a busy bar and you know Stallone shoots a gun into the ceiling and then Charles S. Dutton walks around. He's like, it's okay, everybody, everything's fine. I'm like, a mistake. I'm like, I don't think anything's fine. Like, I don't. They just watched a, a drunk guy like shoot a gun into the ceiling, um, and then we get what What some people have have said is is like one of the more interestingly shot scenes in the movie where Stallone actually tries to commit suicide and he seems to be doing some real acting here, but it's undercut by the fact that you're not giving us this was there was no build up to this. I would almost argue you could take out the entire all of this stuff in the beginning and just show us Stallone's progression to the traumatic stuff he's dealing with as a cop has led him to alcoholism, yeah. and yeah, ended
1: up to this. But I thought if if Charles S. Dutton gave him the gun and it wasn't loaded, and it was like go ahead and kill yourself, and then he actually like tried to shoot himself, but it wasn't loaded, and then he tries to kill himself in the next scene. Like that would make a little more sense because you could see oh he was suicidal, and now he's got suicide in the brain or something. But it was just yeah, that would been a little worked a little better for me. But just because it it was so quick, it went the beginning scene with the chasing the killer, then his girlfriend dies and then, you know, killing the killer, killing the killer. I know he, he thinks so at least. And then, then it's like two scenes of him being depressed and then trying to kill himself. And then it becomes a whole other movie again. It's just, it's so like stilted.
0: Yeah. There's a big like gap between, between those. I, I wonder if the reshoots also involved the beginning where they like padded that up or something. I, I don't know. Cause they...
3: I wonder because I wonder if reshoots were to blame because of the whole prostitute angle. I wonder if a lot of that ended up on the cutting room floor.
0: That could be that could be. Um, I mean I, I think there is something kind of interesting about of this idea of people who are dealing with addiction and trauma and one of them is a killer like and you' and the yeah. an actual kind of like who done it like the movie yeah yeah
1: that would have been that would have been interesting if they didn't go to, like, an industrial concrete palace, you know, <laughs> detox center that wouldn't have ever existed in the world. Yeah,
2: it Surrounded by like a blizzard. blizzard.
1: Yeah, it, it's, it, like, that would never happen. So, obviously, this is, it, it just, I don't know, that bothered me about it. Because, like, they could have done something more interesting and maybe realistic with it. But then as soon as I get to that stupid bunker, it's like, okay, this is just a dumb action movie.
0: It's so weird. It looks like a like a location you would see in like Blade Runner twenty ninety nine or Inception or something like that. Yeah. Or, yeah, or like yeah. it's yeah. a real job. Yeah. You know?
2: Yeah. One look at that facility, and it just took me completely out of any kind of
3: realistic movie. And right. Just, um... Yeah. They're they even they're, threw in They're not ba- they throw in some line where it used to be like a military depot or something.
1: Yeah, yeah. but it's like why would because it's so stupid. Because that's why I thought maybe Chris Christopherson had was evil in some way. Because it's like you have all these cops who are like emotionally damaged and, and dealing with addiction and all that stuff. And you bring them to a darkly lit prison basically and lock them in cells at night. And it's like, it was just so stupid. Like what? It, that's such like a late nineties thing too. I think to me, cause they yeah. have to have like some weird setting like that. And it's like, Oh, come on.
0: Yes. Yeah. yeah. It, it, I agree. That felt like, it felt like, Oh, the production design will be so creepy. And it's like, yeah, but it will make no sense. Right. It, 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 yeah. Um, And we get these, like, very rushed character introductions for everyone else who's in the rehab. Um, Jeffrey Wright was suicidal. Um, Chris Christopherson runs it. Tom Berenger is the handyman. Something like that. I think they officially
3: called him the caretaker or something.
0: Caretaker? Yeah. Yeah. He just talks about the boiler a lot and the
3: snowmobiles.
1: Yeah. It's like The Shining. Oh, yeah, there's a little Shining. Well,
3: there's a lot of Shining in there because... Yeah. because later on with again spoiler alert but with the rance howard okay another random name when Rance, the rance howard stuff with charles dutton and they're taking the snow cat slowly towards yeah. the we've got to go and it's Guess literally it. like the it's the shining
0: yeah. yeah i think i think them bringing charles s dutton in is actually like a shining reference like attempted like allegory um, um, and there's like these one of the use is super weird Right from the jump, right from the jump. You're like, what is going on with this one orderly who's just like intentionally creepy?
1: You mean Red Herring?
0: Yeah, I was like, come on movie. Like, I don't know what you're doing, but like this is, you have taken this not only to like 11, you have taken this to like 27 with being like, look at how weird this guy is. Right. You know, but anyone who's ever seen a movie before is like, all right, I guess that guy's a Red Herring. But like, why? Like, I don't even know what why I'm even supposed to think he's so weird.
2: I will admit, for one moment, I thought, okay, this movie's so bad that it's making it that obvious right away. But then as soon as the body bubbles up in the lake, no, never mind. Obviously, the killer's one of the cops.
0: Yes, yes. So, yeah, we see a body body come up through the ice in the nearby lake. Because Charles S. Dutton brings Stallone to the rehab and then decides to stay in a cabin nearby to do, like some ice fishing i don't know he's basically like oh, i'm gonna stick around and see how this goes well
2: because he suddenly says like talking to chris christopherson about stallone this guy's my better half none of that seems like it made any sense compared to how they acted with each other beforehand but suddenly they're like best friends yeah. and yeah. stallone's really important to him so he doesn't want to go too far away that made that just came out of the blue
0: I laughed at that, too. I'm like, he's your better half. Five minutes in movie time ago, you just encouraged this guy to commit suicide and gave him a loaded gun. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and and then it's just... uh, There's a lot of, like, I don't even know how to get into this. Like, there's just a lot of weirdness of what they want to be atmosphere, but it's just kind of silly. Or Robert Patrick is, like, a bully SWAT team guy. Um, I'm trying to think of who some of the other people are. There's there was the,
2: the Canadian Mountie that left his partner to die. The younger cop that saw a bombing of a preschool. There was an LAPD girl. Uh, there was yeah. a homicide cop that found Jesus at the bottom of a bottle.
3: Well, that's right. That's The Courtney B. The Banks? British, the yeah. London, the London cop.
2: The London oh. cop. Uh, That weak guy, I don't remember. The one who ended up, like, puking because he drank, because he found some alcohol. I don't remember anything about him except that he was hurt.
0: One of the things that I found so bizarre about this movie is that it never... For a movie, addiction is never really talked about in this movie, where in theory, all of the main characters are addicts. Like, they briefly talk about the medical of, like effects of like tremor you know of dTs and delirium tremors, but like they never really talk about this, but yet it 's the thing that 's supposed to be the element that holds this movie together it 's so strange like they don't you could almost take out of this that they 're cops and take out of this that they 're alcoholics because neither of those things really factor in. They could just be like random people yeah. trapped in this facility yep. I,
1: I did notice during the credits that this was based on a book so i'm sure in the book that had a lot more depth to it,
0: it I've, i read a review of the book i, I in the okay. book it's it's um much a much much more significant part of the yeah. story um and they they just sort of got yeah kicked out it also has we have my favorite uh, my other favorite 90s trope that comes in where so what's the oh, i'm Polly walker who's the the kind of to medical officer at the rehab something yeah she's
3: psychiatrist but also
0: nurse I yes think.
3: I I, yes undefined
0: undefined but Stallone is so awesome and so attractive that <laughs> she can't help but give him special attention like the, the, again the, the 90s male lead is so overwhelmingly attractive that like women can't help but but be drawn to them and she immediately starts giving him yeah. special attention. And I'm like, she's yeah. the one medically trained yeah. person here. Why, like, this is wild, unprofessional. <laughs> I mean, maybe that's a quibble with a movie that's, like, dumb beyond belief, but I was but, like, come hey, on.
1: He's not even, like, hitting on her, I think, because he's so devastated about his girlfriend dying three months ago that he's not, like, but she's still, like, all, you know, like, oh, look
0: at Stallone. Yeah, let all me... it
2: takes is being in the same room. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah it's, it's just it, you, you can't fight it. You know? <laughs> Um, they don't even they don't
3: even pursue it. There's no like it, relationship. It's just kind of even. It's just kind of that. Well, he's no, the they, dude, so the woman has to be. Yeah.
1: It kind of implies some stuff towards the end that they're into each other, but
2: yeah, she's like, just bait at the end.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. they treat it like, oh, another one of your women is in trouble. It's like yeah, okay. yeah, they met yeah. two days ago, and yeah. right,
0: right. It's again. He's like, I'm gonna put this woman in a refrigerator. Right. Like, <laughs> yep.
1: Yeah, kind of literally.
0: Yeah, it's very cold outside. Yeah, and and it just kind of like this movie just like sort of like lumps around for a while with people getting killed one by one.
1: Yeah, I feel Um, like the whole second act of this movie was pointless. It really didn't feel like it went anywhere.
0: Yeah,
3: there's things don't really things don't really amp up until like 20
0: minutes to the end. Yeah, yeah, pretty much.
1: Yeah, I, I, I think my problem was I didn't care about any of the characters right at at least any of the other patients i didn't care about you know stallone but you know it didn't really have any depth the stallone stuff he was trying to give it depth but it was like yeah i don't know it just i didn't care about anybody i didn't care about anything that was happening so it was tough to get through that middle portion
0: i was even interested in are probably two of the better actors in this i thought jeffrey jeffrey wright as always is doing something interesting here I mean, again, like it's movie is dumb, but I was like, oh, okay. Like I'm watching Jeffrey Wright and Robert Prosky, who plays the Canadian Mountie. The yeah. Guy, I was like, okay. I mean,
1: I thought that was too, the, him with the light. The whole thing with the lighter. It's
0: like what? well, that was dumb. Yeah. yeah. Where like, the order we steals the lighter, and I'm like, how is this a subplot? Like this yeah.
1: is that was like that was very like like Cuckoo's Nest. Like the mental yeah, patients what? like complaining body. You know what I mean? Like Cheswick's I mean, complaining I about.
0: that was
1: really just set
2: up for uh that you know a moment of tension later on when he hears his lighter click,
1: and, and when I realized that was the reason for it, I was like enraged. I was like, "That's so stupid." Yeah,
2: yeah. but
1: I, I did have a mild interest in like Rob, like the Robert Patrick Stallone stuff. The tension there, I was hoping that would go somewhere a little bit more. Like they would either either get over it and have to work together, or they would yeah you know, would Something would happen between them two, like, but
0: nothing. Yeah. Like it, it, that never goes anywhere either. Yeah. I, you know. Um, so eventually, they're, yeah, they're getting killed off one by one. Um, While well, everyone's locked in, someone goes through everyone's files, gets everyone's takes everyone's meds. Chris Christofferson gets killed. Who's running the place? Um, which feels to me like Chris Christofferson was like, "Get me out of this movie." Um, <laughs> And then it's revealed that one of the orderlies is a former patient. And I'm like, okay, so this guy's all right, you're just piling on on this guy as a red herring. Yeah. Um and and okay, and then we get we get the great argument between Robert Patrick and, and Sylvester Stallone that you were just talking about, where they're getting into a big fight on like what they're gonna do because they know people are getting killed. And Stallone has a line that I had to listen to twice and write it down, where he he's like gets in Robert Patrick's face and says, "My specialty is doing my job." And I like I thought about that. There's almost like a like a level of Zen to it or something, where I'm like, "Yeah, no, that yeah, that would be your specialty. Your job would be your specialty. This would be like a baker being like." my specialty is putting dough in an oven like yeah no we know we know like what are you talking about
1: there's Uh, a caveat to that though it's doing his job while the woman he loves gets butchered at home
0: that's right that's true yeah yeah doing doing a questionable job doing his job
1: because robert patrick keeps picking at him about his wife or his girlfriend getting killed and how he didn't protect her and stuff so he finally he's like He's like, yeah, that happened. If you mention it again, I'm gonna kill you, basically. And that's kind of the end of their attention, which is, I wanted to go a little further than that, but you know.
0: It would have been nice to actually see that come around and like to see like Robert Patrick be like, yeah, okay, you know what, I'm, I'm, I am a jerk or I gotta like be accountable for my being. But yeah. yeah, never happened. Or maybe
1: he, for some reason he needs to enrage Stallone to get him to do something or act or something, sure. so he uses that or something like that, but.
0: Yeah, maybe. anything.
3: Are we at the eyelid scene yet? Am I jumping ahead? I
0: think it jumped We're, in my head. There. we're, we're, we're basically yeah. at the point where this movie- Because so
3: much nothing happens between, you know, and this is second act, which is just kind of like, let's build tension. Let's say who can't trust whom. Let's, you know, well, after, get yeah, lost in the mix.
0: After Chris Christopherson is killed. And I'm going to, we're going to skip over some of this to get to the real nuttiness and to like, what would be kind of the third act, I guess. But we find Chris Christopherson is dead. And they immediately give all everyone back their gun, which I'm like, why? Why would you do? You know, one of you is a killer. Why are you giving everyone their gun back? because oh, at that think,
2: point they still think it's the orderly.
1: Yeah, I think they thought it was. They thought it was Jack. Lying it was,
3: disappears.
1: Yeah, he, Jack. he he like took a snow yeah. snowmobile or whatever, and he like disappears. So they think he's out there, and so they have to protect themselves. But they still don't ever really seem convinced it's him. I, I, like Stallone, never... I, I don't know. Yeah is Stallone... the
2: only competent one in yeah. yeah and
1: I think at this point he's he's is thinking like it's that guy who killed my girlfriend and who I was chasing all the Alps and for some reason he didn't think that could be Jack so I don't know
0: so he did so they, they immediately start splitting up which is like some real scooby-doo logic but even in, at least in Scoo- a scooby-doo cartoon they'd be like oh well maybe two people should go together here it's like one constantly yeah one person is going out to look at something and then other people get suspicious and it's like yeah you should be suspicious because all why why would you then not send that person with yeah. somebody else
1: and they have so many useless characters that they just had to send them away so like there's like the two like tom berenger and like two other guys are like okay you guys just leave just take a car and leave and it's like I, and they okay. just go out there and
0: then they just get killed and it's I could talk about that Tom Behringer. If somebody said they're doing a seven part, like teacher's pet style investigative podcast on the Tom Behringer truck ride, I would listen to it. What what happened? They go out in a truck, Tom Behringer swerves to avoid hitting a guy. Yeah. And I have questions about who that guy is that he avoids hitting.
3: I thought that was the orderly strung up. Well, it is. It, it, we, we find out that it's Stephen Lang he's been killed and hung on a okay, tree so but on, in, yeah. in his in the hurry he thinks it's someone in the road and he goes, oh and he turns
0: okay so okay so he thinks it so we think it's already Stephen lang who's dead yes so he swerves goes off a cliff it's like, and, a gully. like I said you know like and then like which kind of leads me to be like should they even have like essentially, should they even have like swerved? I don't like was swerving more dangerous than hitting someone. But anyway, then essentially all three people in the truck go their own separate ways without talking to each other. Why? What happened? One of them's missing immediately.
3: The one guy comes to and Tom Berenger isn't there. This is of course to make you think that Tom Beringer is the killer and
1: Right. Well, but this is like this whole section of the movie is a bunch of people go out together and then they all kind of go off on their own and then you don't know where anybody is or who's alive or dead and one of them could be the killer. It's like 10 or 15 minutes of just that and it's it's so yeah. frustrating.
0: When you look back on it and knowing, I mean, spoiler, Tom Berenger is not the killer. What was Tom Berenger doing? Like what? I,
1: I was really hoping he would be the surprise killer like he was in Sliver. That Sliver, amazing. yeah.
0: I felt, yeah, I felt bad about that. I also got a kick out of when Stallone Stallone somehow hears the crash, and goes outside to investigate alone, alone, and he finds the truck and he's in the truck and the third orderly or the second other another orderly is in the truck. Yes, so, so Stallone runs out, and because it's it was Tom Berenger the cook and Gilbert I think in the truck right. Yes. Yes. Okay, that's something like that. Yeah. Something like that. They- I didn't even know who
1: Gilbert was till that point. I was like, "Who's Gilbert?" And Alex got he, in.
2: They did like a really quick introduction when you know, the- um, Polly was showing Polly Walker, the nurse, was showing Stallone around. She's like, "Gilbert, say hi." Anyway. he waved.
1: Was he one of the cops, or was he?
3: No, he's like an orderly, like a staff like a- member. I think he's the cook. He doesn't, doesn't like some. some- does he make That's a joke about the bodies in the freezer, like he's going to eat a salad? And okay. I really
1: wasn't paying. Anytime there's like a, a, a big introduction of a bunch of characters like that, I never pay attention. It's it's a problem I have.
2: The cook is one that made that made the joke about the body from the freezer. Gilbert is like the cook's assistant. Okay. Maybe?
0: Okay.
1: Okay. Yeah, really need a cook's out. assistant in this movie.
2: Yeah. Where you, they never eat any food. Right.
3: Don't. <laughs> no. There's no, like, scene where everyone's eyeing each other in the commissary, like, I don't trust you, and they're drinking out of, like, dented tin
0: cups.
1: (laughs) 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 We lost you for, like, two minutes there, Alex.
0: Meanwhile, the doctor, Polly Walker, so she sees wet footprints going into the kitchen, and then the British cop is there, too. So it's kind of like, oh, okay, is this supposed to be suspicious? But then Jeffrey Wright comes in. There's really like a question of like, wait, who is suspicious here? Like, I, this scene was massively confusing to me. And even now knowing who the killer is, I'm like, I don't know what they were trying to do there. Like, so-
1: it's still just throwing red herrings at you. That's what the whole, there, there's really nothing interesting happening. So they just have to keep being like, wait, it's Tom Berenger. And then two seconds later, oh, it's Jeffrey Wright. And then two seconds later, it's, I was you know- kind
3: of hoping it was going to be Polly, Polly Walker. I thought that would have been a but you know, really it phenomenal twist.
1: But you know, it could be because they showed her. Or they
3: showed the killer in the beginning talking. Yeah. The yeah, clearly a masculine form, and the voice is a male's. Yeah, yeah.
2: It's a white middle-aged, uh, like, dude. moderate build dude. So yeah. yep. you know, it's the the British guy because. See, but
1: quality. I thought but it could have been anyone. I thought it wasn't the British guy because I was like, I didn't hear a British accent in that. I couldn't understand what he was saying. But I felt like they wouldn't have the one guy with an accent be the guy who was doing the voice in the beginning, right?
2: But I wasn't uh, sure if the accent was real.
1: Uh, that's, that could have been true too.
3: Well, he keeps it after the reveal. That which leads more, me to believe that it is.
1: That would have been more. He doesn't. He
3: doesn't drop it once it's revealed it's
0: him.
1: Anyways. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, then, then there's like some like trespass style tables getting turned. Somehow, Polly Walker and Stallone get everyone else. To locked into a cell, and then Tom Berenger is back and Gilbert is back. I think like Charles S. Dutton saves Gilbert because Charles S. Dutton is now coming in, shining style, basically to like save the day. But before that, the body in the
3: ice. He discovered the body in the ice while he was trying to ice fish. Yeah. But
1: but before that happens, though, everyone ends up getting out of the cell that they were locked in. Then they end up locking Stallone in a cell.
0: Yup,
1: And then Sloan has to escape from the cell. But while he's in the cell, he discovers a matchbook from oh, God from the um,
0: from the cop bar from the
1: cop bar. So then he starts flashing back to what the killer was seeing in the cop bar because the cop must or the killer must have been in the cop bar.
3: Well, they also made sure they made sure that the, the I, I apologize, I don't remember the actor's name, but that the British guy says, "We got him locked up in my cell." So that you, the audience, know so. when he finds the matchbook, how could he have the matchbook from my ball? Oh my God, it must be him. And that's kind of the—that's the connection. This is- I remember that being suspicious, yeah. where he was like, "We got him locked in my cell,"
0: you know. And I, I was didn't, like, "Oh, I didn't okay." Even catch that. Yeah, stunningly dumb. Like amazing. I had the subtitles on. Well, yeah, I, I mean, like, a matchbook is what breaks this. Like, no detective skill, no actual, well, like, deductive reasoning. It's like, oh, look, it's a matchbook from the cop bar. Yeah. He's the killer.
1: And then he finds... But
0: well, he also,
3: he,
1: he,
3: he's he's using he, it as a torch, and then he, he, he he's running back and forth, and he only notices it, like, right before it burns his finger. Yeah. He's staring at it for at least a yeah. good five minutes.
1: But then he breaks out of the cell, like, through a vent or something, and then he discovers in the vent or whatever it was above the cell is like a bag full of all their IDs and stuff. Right. So then it's like double like, okay, he's got all our, cause he's keeping trophies and, and he discovered all their stuff was missing from the the lockup earlier.
0: And, and meanwhile, uh, English guy who we now know to be the killer is killing Robert Patrick down in the basement um i didn't like
3: this scene so much because they tried uh, this is kind of another
0: stupid critique but i'm going to critique it anyway i
3: was they they did the thing where robert patrick was the tough guy the whole time and then in his moment of death he was he was crying like a baby i almost would have preferred that he met his death like you know i i don't care like the same character he's playing one note throughout the movie I mean, I mean, Ronald Patrick's a good actor. I appreciate they gave him the opportunity because, but nonetheless, I think I would have kept it. Like well, I he really they, is what he says he is.
1: I think they, they kind of took that on earlier on when Stone was like, you've never actually stood up to anybody before, you know, who you just kick people when they're down. Like he's not like a I tough guess, guy. Yeah. And then that, then he breaks down his cries when he's being.
3: Part of me burned. wanted him to be that tough guy anyway, just to be consistent.
2: I well, thought that I missed the moment he breaks like it was just a complete 180 with no like no buildup no i, I seriously look i looked down at my phone for something and i when i looked back up i was like wait did i miss that like the killer said the thing that broke him or did he try
1: no no he just, just
2: all of a sudden had mean, had could on. Have made that a little more compelling but yeah. there was none of that it was just all of a sudden he was sniveling and crying yeah.
1: and and one thing that bothers me about this movie too is like it's like called i see you and they try this whole thing with the eyes in the beginning but like all the deaths are he like strings them up with like a noose and he has a noose by the way He just like hey robert patrick and like pulls out a noose
0: yeah
1: it's like where do you get that noose from did he was he carrying a noose the whole time
0: he, he, it, he, uh, anything. did if he anything, just make Hitler it is obsessed with stringing people up and like yeah. elaborate like rigging right like, it should be like i rig you or something <laughs> well
1: and then in the end when they're fighting well this is skipping ahead of it but they're fighting near like ropes hanging from the ceiling so i was like okay this is how the killer's gonna die Still, so i'll string nope. him up but now nope. that might have been the original ending but that just bugged me because like he that's his mo but they they do try this whole eye thing.
3: But then they, in the beginning of the movie, they said that he doesn't really have an M.O., but yet it's very specific. Right. He, he, he finds a police officer or someone a police officer cares about. He taunts them a little bit. He shoots them. He strings them up.
0: Yeah.
3: That's what he does. In the one case, he used the nightstick down the guy's throat. So there's a little bit of a variation. But for the most part, that's what he does. Well, and he leaves taunting phone calls his, to law enforcement.
2: Chris Christopherson got an axe to the head. Tom Barringer oh, got a. Okay. throat that's right. to the head. Then there was the two, uh, you know, quote
3: unquote suicides that he faked. Oh, yeah, that's true, the needle, I forgot about that. Yeah, you're guy. The one right. guy, I, the I one guy was- back. There is no pattern. The, the one guy the was hung,
2: convenient. Yeah, one of the fake suicides was, uh, was hung. I'm saying, yeah.
0: I, I kind of liked, so Stallone breaks out of the cell and comes in and is like, hey, everyone trust me, the British guy is the killer. They all immediately trust him. Like, what if Stallone's the killer? What if
3: Stallone's the killer? That's why he has the badges. Like, look, I found these trophies. Like, that would have been a great twist where Stallone
0: is the bad guy all of a sudden. That guy
1: does have a British accent, and it is a movie, so it automatically makes him the villain.
0: Well, then, even the villain is so disinterested, and the movie is so disinterested in this whodunit but then even the villain is like, "Hey, you guys know it's me. I'm down here." I'm like, what? Yeah. Like, what? why was there ever any masquerade?" Right. He's like, "You know, on the walkie-talkie, being like, Yup, it's me.'" I'm like, oh my god. Did,
2: did we skip over the eyelid
0: thing? Oh, that's and that happened too. Yeah, it's he, right he, around here. Yeah. Yeah, he he goes and looks at one of the bodies, and he and the when they lift up the eyelids. The killer had written, I see you, you know, so that, you know, to tie back to the beginning. Well, all right, so now that we know, what is, like, this is incredibly elaborate for this British guy. Like, whatever his scheme is, like, this is a really elaborate way to get back at Stallone. Like, this is, like, ridiculous, I would almost say.
3: Or- Because he's got to, he's got to taunt Stallone specifically. So he's murdering prostitutes. The cops have done an inefficient job at catching him at this. So he instantly switches to killing cops to specifically mess with Sylvester Stallone, then kills Sylvester Stallone's fiancee with the and then sets up a chase where he gets away at the last minute to leave Stallone guilty enough in his conscience to attempt suicide but not go all the way with it, so that his friend Charles Dutton can convince him to go to Chris Christopherson's area because he knows that a cop from London, by coincidence, will be going in at the same time as Stallone, so he can kill that guy and pretend to be the British cop because, a coincidence, I have an accent. Like, this is
0: ridiculous. It's crazy, It's, it's crazy.
2: I didn't get the vibe that the killer was trying to get Stallone to this detox place. I thought that he just followed Stallone to the detox place and took advantage of the fact that, or not followed because he got there first, but like found out that Stallone was going there and kind of took advantage of the fact that there'd be a bunch of cops he could kill.
3: Maybe. And this is why I thought
2: the accident was fake because he just picked it up when he kills the, the actual Slater, the actual cop that was going to the body that bubbles up in the lake. When he killed that guy to take his place. I just assumed he kind of like took over
0: the accent because he had to pretend he was from I guess so. Even that seems yeah, really but he doesn't ra- drop
3: he doesn't drop the accent after he's caught. He you'd think he'd be like, all right, yeah, you, you got me. I'm from I'm from Illinois. You know, he's just uh, he just maintains it. So I mean, but, that would lead but me to believe also, that that's his natural accent.
1: Also, in the trailers, they don't do the the uh, voice disfiguration thing, and he's got a english accent like when he's on the phone oh, doing the thing in wow. the beginning so if you watched the trailer you knew who the killer was luckily yeah. nobody watched the trailer
0: yeah it's it's just it's really crazy and now you know now charles s dutton is what well, kind of like we get into this final fight sequence where like like christie was saying he's trying to i don't know stallone is trying it's like this close quarters fight in like a a garage or a barn or something. Yeah. It's like, a, uh, well,
3: I thought this was, I thought this was kind of ridiculous because this actor who they've got up against Stallone. I mean, I'm sure he's, he's, I'm sure he's, he's fit and capable, but they've got him up against Sylvester Stallone. Right. I mean, this is ridiculous. It's like, I'm going to go to, and he's like taking the punches and Stallone's a big guy and he's fit. And he generally plays these, unstoppable muscle rolls. so i i find this hard to believe that this dude is taking punch after punch after punch from sylvester stallone because they try to even the fight a little bit and i'm like yeah no
0: yeah. yeah no
3: that's not no that's not gonna happen in this
0: and then stallone ends up throwing him on a uh what is that thing like a i don't even know what it is like it's it like farm like machine a, like a,
3: yeah
2: like some kind of farm like turbine it's all spikes Oh
0: yeah. like they,
2: the,
3: they missed the perfect opportunity, as Cody implied earlier, to just have him be strung up. Yeah, I what thought the was
2: going to go through his
3: eye. That, that
0: too. That too,
1: oh, and they yeah. didn't do that.
0: Yeah, that, that would make sense. Especially or, I mean, because but it would be at least tied in.
1: But yeah. especially because Stallone picks him up and says, I see you, <laughs> you see this. And then he throws him on the thing, <laughs> and nothing goes through his eye. And it was like, come on.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I like I, like the Charles S. Dutton storyline is fascinating because when he comes, so he comes back in, and I first thought Charles S. Dutton was dead, but he survives, and like Stallone's first line to Charles S. Dutton because it's a '90s movie is a one-liner. He's like, "Hey, how's the fishing?" And like Charles S. Dutton, be like, "What the hell? Like, <laughs> what is going on? Like, like Charles S. Dutton is." inappropriately calm as all of this is happening you know and i'm like my god you know you should this is insane uh i also like that we never find out there we never see uh jeffrey wright courtney b vance all these other people who survived oh yeah i like, kind we of forgot them. them again we, like I, I hope they're fine i don't know like that guy who was the like... spoiler died, they're gonna freeze.
3: Well,
1: they kind of walk away at the end too, so it's not even like they went in to check on him. <laughs> at yeah. the end, they just they kind of walk off into the woods.
0: There should have been like a two weeks later and Jeffrey Wright's like, uh, hello? Hello? <laughs> like, we're still here. Uh, and also
1: at the end, Stallone, like the last out of the movie, Stallone like hangs, he's been carrying the engagement ring he bought for his girlfriend around the whole movie, like on a chain. And he like hangs it out on a tree branch and like walks away. And it's like, is that implying like he's healed now because he just like saw a bunch of people get killed and then I mean, killed a the guy? that
3: expensive. They implied yeah, that at the beginning of the movie. That's
1: all I needed was a massacre. He
0: received all of one therapy session, one <laughs> one session, and then a bunch of murder. And but he's like, I'm fine now. Um,
1: well, he's got that new that new woman now, so he's moving on very quickly.
0: Right, right, yeah. This chick is super into me, so that, that's it. Um, all right, let's do, so I have two so wrong it's right questions. The first one is, and the price is right rules do, um, do apply here. How much was Sylvester Stallone paid to make this movie? Oh, and no. what was the budget of the movie? <sighs> in I'm,
3: not good. I'm not
1: good with numbers.
0: I'm
3: gonna know. say, I'm gonna say the movie was made, because you're asking the question, I'm gonna assume that the amount is, is much higher than what shows on screen. <sighs> I'm gonna say that the film was made for ninety-eight dollars. I'm gonna say ninety-eight it was made dollars. For- <laughs> no, 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 nineteen no. ninety-eight dollars. Okay. okay, okay. I'm gonna say this film was made for ninety-eight dollars. Now, I'm gonna say this is probably a fifty mil, sixty mil film. I'm gonna say Stallone was it was probably paid at least fifteen of that.
0: Okay, all right. I'm
1: gonna, I was going to say 50 million for the budget, and I was going to say 25
0: million for Stallone. And remember Christy, go ahead. I'll
2: go. Um, I'm thinking, like, 80 million for the budget, and Stallone, 21 million.
0: You guys are all pretty close. This was a 60 million dollar movie, 20 million for Stallone. This was the first picture in a wow. three-picture 60 million dollar movie Universal made with Stallone. They made okay. this movie, paid Stallone 20 million, and cancelled the rest of the 40 million. So he got yeah, got 20 mil out of it. Um, again, for a direct to video a movie that essentially was direct to video and released you know five years later.: Yeah. Now this next one, according to Sylvester Stallone. A well-known Hollywood director stepped in during post-production. Oh, I think I know this one. You might, and you might know it. I, I, I'm gonna. I'm well, gonna it's give... also fairly easy. It's fairly easy to guess considering a cast member. Oh, okay. You guys Spoiler. might. Christy, do you know who it is?
3: No clue.
0: All right, I'm gonna. We'll let Christy play this well, one. First. Give it to Christy. Yep. I don't even
2: have a guess. I've... I'm gonna
0: give you. Well, i I here are the names I'm gonna give you. One of these directors stepped in during post-production. Okay. Sam Raimi. Robert Zemeckis, Ron Howard, or Ridley Scott stepped in during post-production on this movie? Any guesses on who it would be?
2: Uh, I'll go, I don't know, Sam Raimi.
0: Okay, not a bad guess. Uh, Ron Howard. <laughs> Ron Howard's dad plays the convenience store owner.
2: Oh, okay.
0: And in yeah, a- Rance Howard, yep. Ran out. And in addition to Universal walking away from this movie, Ron Howard and Brian Grazier were the original producers on this film and asked for their names to be taken off of it for the ultimate <laughs> release. Uh, there was talk that Ron Howard was considering directing it uh, in 1998, and so if we actually if we learned anything this year, it's when a great director considers making a movie and ends up producing it the snowman showed us that bad things happen. Actually, if it's a serial killer movie about a serial yeah. killer obsessed with a cop... In the
1: snow. snow.
0: Yeah, <laughs> this is... I did think of
1: snowman, snowman while I was watching this, too.
0: I, I kind of... it was. I was thinking about it, because I was like, also like... Yeah, the, the plot is... Well, this, this might be even thinner than the snowman.
2: I think the snowman has left my brain since we recorded.
0: That's definitely for the best. Mm-hmm. Um... I wish it had left mine. Um, all right, let's do it. Is it so bad it's good? Who wants to start? Yeah. I enjoyed
3: watch I enjoyed watching it as bad as it was, but I don't think it's a so bad. it's good. I just think it's like a bizarre product of its time, and the behind the scenes stuff I think makes it worthy of an uh, of 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 watching it for like film history purposes.
0: I agree with done Christy, what do you think?
2: I was expecting worse. Um, but there are so many things about it that just make me shake
0: my head. So not so bad. It's good. It's just bad. Yeah. Cody. Um,
1: yeah, I wouldn't say so bad. It's good, but it wasn't, I mean, it was just like an empty vapid nineties Stallone thriller movie. I mean, it's basically exactly what you would expect from go, you know going into it. The first couple of scenes, you can basically expect what the rest of the movie is going to be like. Um, so yeah, I, I'd never heard of it and I'll never think of it ever again. In my life I,
0: agree. I mean I think the backstory is so crazy that it sort of has a so bad it's good element to it of like a a movie a you know a movie where the star was paid 20 million and sat on the shelf like like that both the producer and the studio walked away from it um, I, like I think when you factor in all of that stuff it's it's an interesting little anomaly as Jack said of Hollywood history um, mm-hmm. and it, it, it's it crushingly dumb i mean it's it's aggressively dumb um but i don't i can't believe i've seen this movie twice i don't i will not be watching it a third time in my life god willing um
1: did you I, remember who the killer was when
0: no i had no memory, memory. <laughs> i had no memory of who the killer was i i was as i read my notes i'm like I guess that's why I didn't remember. The killer is the least interesting actor in this movie. Every, literally, every other actor in this movie is more interesting than the killer. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: yeah. It's it's like it's sort of I don't know. For for film buffs, there's something there, and it's and you can actually see the low point of Stallone's career on screen. But yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's just dumb and bad, and and the screenplay is so terrible. Um. Yeah, I think this does it for this one. We're going to, so this is, we're, we're, we'll be virtual for a little while, unless we do a social, We maybe we should consider a socially distanced episode. I love the idea of like, in like cool weather, like us sitting at a table, like all of us like 10 feet away from each other, like running like XLR cables as long as we can.
2: I was gonna say, do the are the cords long
0: enough? Yeah, I mean, I've, I've got a couple of long XLR cables. Like we might actually be able to pull that off. That would be interesting. Yeah, I've got
1: one or two long ones, so yeah, something to consider. Do a horror movie in the outside in the fall weather.
0: Yeah, i've I've got some I've got some thoughts on some possible fall ones, um, and I, I definitely have some thoughts for horrible Halloween. Um, as, well, again, I can't say it here because it would it, something would go wrong if I if I promoted it. But I told Cody about a movie I actually purchased on Blu-ray specifically, potentially for this October, um, which could be a good one. All right, any anybody have any other final thoughts on ICU slash Detox slash The Outpost? No, would have been a better title. Yeah, I I, I think I, I think Detox actually would have been a better title or. I, mean, I find it. I find it funny that because that all they also did the word play like
3: I. Like well, I was gonna I say see you. I find D- it funny that D-dash.
1: detox that detox would take the shorten of the, the word, but then with ICU they made it longer and dumber.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think when you're thinking about the title that much, like the options just get like worse and worse and worse. If They'd gone to like a fourth title. It would have just been like killing, or like I don't, somehow would have just. Get, they were getting progressively stupider. Um nice. All right. This is exciting to be back. Um and we'll be back again soon with another episode. See oh, everyone. It's so weird you don't get to do this in person. Yeah. See <laughs> everyone next time. Indeed. Bye. There we-